0: Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 34 of Connection is Magic. This week's guest is Kirk Smalley. He started a nonprofit called Stand for the Silent after his son tragically killed himself because he was being bullied at school at the age of 11. He has since spoken to over 1.6 million children at over 1,500 schools throughout the country and he's been to 18 countries outside of the United States as well, speaking on the subject of school bullying. He's an incredible person. He's doing such good work in this world. I can't wait to highlight his story and share it with you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome, everybody, to Connection is Magic. I'm your host, Samson Schulman, a former music executive turned podcaster and coach. In a world obsessed with the highlight reel and keeping our difficulties hidden behind the curtain, We end up feeling lonely and isolated, and opportunities for human connection are missed. On this podcast, we dive deep with our guests and get them to share those dreaded, unfiltered pieces. We learn how to make lemonade out of life's lemons and realize adversity isn't sent to break us, but rather shape us into the greatest versions of ourselves. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Now let's begin our journey back home to Connection. Thank you very much for blessing us with your presence, Kurt. You have an incredible journey and an incredible story. We uh, united because I came across uh, different charity organizations who I thought were doing good work. And your organization's called Stand for the Silent. And it's to prevent school bullying, uh, which I was a victim of for many years. I switched schools like seven times, give or take painful is an understatement you know each time you got to fit in and it's like it was just such an uphill battle for me so um god bless you for the work you're doing because i think i think the world really needs it especially in the uh the age of social media which i'm sure you can talk about probably at a deeper level how that's changed things and likely made it worse so i want to thank you for joining us thank you Uh, for having me How do you think bullying has changed from your era to now or your son's era? Yeah, you know, I think, Samson,
1: I think everybody probably at one time or another in their life has been a victim of bullying. Um, Some more so than others, you know, but I think we've all experienced it in some way, shape or form. Um, You know, I'm 55 years old. We didn't have Internet. We didn't have social media. Internet was a brand new thing as I was graduating from high school. If we had a problem with one another, a bullying incident, you know, usually it was settled out behind the gymnasium or something like that. And um, it was over. That was the end of it. Now, with social media, there is no end to it. Uh, bullies can attack you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Um, you know, I have been to schools and spoken to kids where first graders have smartphones and they're good at with them. You know, they're they don't even know you took their picture. Uh, you can jump on a thing called Photoshop and you can edit that photo and make it look like they're doing anything you want them to do. You can create a fake Facebook account. You can post that picture online under that account and literally run someone's life with the click of a button. Bullying has evolved over the the past couple decades, but in particular, you know, in the last, I'd say five to seven years, it's, it's really evolved. Since the pandemic as here, statistics are saying that cyberbullying has now gone up in the last four months, 75%. That's because kids are spending more time online uh, because they're distance learning and stuff. But 75% increase in cyberbullying in the last four months. You know, bullying of any kind is devastating to people. Um, It changes who we're meant to be. I did a presentation for about 300 school counselors a couple of years ago. And I asked them, I said, uh, have any of you all ever been bullied? And out of 300 counselors, I bet there were 290 hands in the air. And I said, okay, leave your hand up if you were bullied within the last 10 years, put it down, 15, 20. 25, there was a lady that still had her hand in the air at 45 years. And I said, Ma'am, you were bullied 45 years ago and you remember it? And she said, like it was yesterday. She said, I can remember exactly what the boy was wearing, exactly how it affected me. And she said, I can feel the same exact feelings today that he made me feel that day.
0: Most people have no concept of the impact that bullying leaves, and that speaks to the work you're doing.
1: You get a standard answer from a lot of schools nowadays when a parent goes in and, and tells them that their child will be boys. Kids will be kids. Um, oh, it's, it's you know, just, just kids. It's something that we all have to go through. Or you hear toughen up cupcake, you know. Mm. I lost my eleven-year-old son Ty, three thousand eight hundred and eight days ago. My baby took his own life because of the actions of another. Because he was bullied for over two years by this kid, and this boy made him feel so worthless that he felt the only way out was to take his own life. And that's why Laura and I do what we do. We don't want to see another family or another another child. Do what Ty did. Bullying has an impact on us all. Um, Youth suicide has an impact on us all. Samson, we are losing an average of 22 children a day in our country. One out of every four children in the U.S. right now will actually have a plan on how they would take their own life before they graduate from high school. Samson, when we have six year old children taking their own lives, killing themselves, it's time we learn to fight against it.
0: Amen. Amen. I, I got to tell you, some of these statistics are so overwhelming that uh, it's giving me pause. I just, I, I don't even know what to do with that. I think that that's so incomprehensible that a six year old would, you know, feel and feel pulled to take their own life. I think that's very challenging to comprehend. It is. Yeah. What do you think drives these kids to bully? That that's always been a question for me. Yeah.
1: I think that the majority of kids that are bullying people are doing so because they feel inadequate. Or they are being bullied. You know, bullying is a learned behavior. A lot of the time when when I have spoken with a bully and then maybe met their parents, I can see that he is mimicking their parents.
0: Wow. It's
1: a learned thing. They're learning that behavior. And it's a defense mechanism. You know, I may be bigger physically or stronger or faster, or my parents may have more wealth or whatever the case, but somewhere in me, I'm lacking something. And I know that I feel that. And so to make up for that, I come at you Mm. and I try to belittle you. I make you feel less than me.
0: We're talking specifically, I'm speaking to uh, the youth. We're talking about a young demographic here, but I will say that it extends to adults as well. I think that if you're a secure adult, if you're a secure adult, my tendency is to want to build others up. I want you to feel good about you. But I but I feel good about myself if that makes sense. I'm pretty content. Now, I notice that the most insecure people as if you're 48 years old, right? You're still gonna feel that need to tear others down. So, it goes beyond you even. So, uh, it does.
1: I've done a lot of presentations for uh, the Native American people. Um, I get invited to a lot of reservations around the country, um, speak to the entire reservation or the schools or both. and, And I see a lot of bullying, what I call generational bullying in the Native American culture. If we can break that cycle, if we can break that chain for one generation, one kid, Because, see, bullies aren't always bullying just one person. Mm. That's their makeup. And if we can get that kid to realize that you don't have to treat others that way, and then they raise their children to not treat others that way, and so on and so on, you think of all the, the people that we can impact over a period of time.
0: I'm just seeing a ripple. Basically, you're rippling it out instead of this other ripple that's basically a ripple of, uh, you know, dysfunction and bullying. And, yeah. you know, I've had a lot of, a lot of heavy talks on this podcast, man, and a lot of adversity. I, I always personally feel that there is gifts hidden within adversity, bar none. I feel like there's always gifts within adversity. If you had to say, is there some opening or breakthrough that your adversity through your son's passing has given you? If you had to say something, I mean, it's such a tremendous loss, but is there something that you've gained?
1: I'll give you a little background on this first, before I answer that. I am one month and seven days after Ty killed himself, it was father's day. And I made my baby a promise on that day that, that I was going to stop bullying in this world. Mm. And Samson, I have never in my life ever broke a promise to my baby. I started going and visiting any, any schools or any community organizations, anywhere that would invite me to speak. And in the last four, Four and a half years, I've been doing this for almost 11 years, but I've only been keeping track of numbers for four and a half years. And in the last four and a half years, I've spoken at 1,593 schools to a little over 1,600,000 kids. Out of all of those children that I've spoken to, either via email or on our social media accounts that say, Mr. Smalley, you saved my life. I was that one in four. I had a plan. I was actually planning on going home tonight after school. And when mom and daddy went to bed, I was going to kill myself. And then I heard you speak. And now I'm not going to do that anymore. And so in answer to your question, not only is that the the satisfaction that I get, knowing that I can keep one child here, make one child stay and, and be here tomorrow because things may be different tomorrow. you know a lot of the kids tell me, uh, you know i'm I'm being bullied, I'm being picked on so bad in school and I just can't stand it. I just I, I don't want to live no more and I always tell them, school is not a forever thing. It seems like school is your entire world right now. But, you know, I graduated high school in 1983 from a place called Mustang, Oklahoma. And the day I walked out of those doors, I have not yet seen a single kid that I went to high school with. School is not your world. There's such a bigger more wonderful place out there and if you'll just stay and wait until that time when you don't have to have to deal with these people that are, are giving you the problems and you can be on your own you can choose who you're around just stay you know suicide has become so prevalent in our world um, we're hearing more and more about it about people taking their own lives um, you still don't hear enough about it in my my opinion Um, most parents that lose children to suicide, don't talk about it, especially when we're talking about babies, kids taking their own lives. Nobody wants to talk about that. Hell, we don't even want to think about that kind of thing. But the only way we're ever going to stop it is if we learn to talk about it and we bring it out into the open and we quit hiding from it. You know, these kids that have that plan, those one in four children, We've got to let them know that they're not the only ones that have ever had those kind of thoughts.
0: I feel like the, the drive behind creating this platform, Connection is Magic, people need to know that when they're faced with something, that they can connect with others who are also experiencing something similar. Yeah, we
1: we actually, our social media pages, we have a, a Facebook page for Stand for the Silent. And then we have a group that's a private group. And majority of the people that join it, there's a lot of adults on there, some school teachers, nurses, counselors. And it's a private group. Nobody can share what you post in there. It's a place where the kids can come and feel safe to talk about their experiences, say, this happened to me. And you know what? You got kids all over the world that will jump on there and comment and say, I've had that same thing happen to me. And here's what I did. And I'm still here. And I made it through this. And, hey, I'm your friend. I'll help. Anytime you need somebody to talk to, message me, you know. And they find like-minded individuals that they find support. And, you know, just being able to tell your story and, and, and come forward and say, you know, this happened to me and it's bothering me and it, and it hurts. Just being able to do that and have somebody actually listen is empowering. You know, it gives those kids a feeling like, Hey, my voice is being heard. I mean, it's just awesome to see kids helping each other, you know, and and that's that's basically what Stand for the Silent was designed to do. It was started by a group of high school kids that actually heard about what happened to to our baby and uh, they just doing whatever they could to make it stop and we heard about what these kids were doing and I got in touch with their director and and told him I gotta meet these kids and She let me come up and speak with them. and, And together, me and these 62 kids decided that, you know, we had a whole world to change, not just their school. We had to change a world because we didn't know where their babies might end up going to school. This is not adults teaching kids, children teaching children. Hey, we don't have to be this way. You know, one of the things we really like to do is get the older kids and communities involved. We try to get the college kids to take our message down to the local high schools and middle schools and elementary schools because they're the local hero. If a college kid starts wearing Nike tennis shoes or Abercrombie shirts or whatever, all your high school kids in the community are going to have them on next week. You know, middle school kids see the high school kids wearing Nike shoes. They're going to have Nike shoes on next week, the the following week. And then the elementary kids. And then two weeks later, you see a two year old in mama's arms in Walmart going, mama, Nike's, you know, I mean, they're the local heroes. They want to be like them. And so if we can get those older kids to say, hey, dude, we ain't got to be this way. Mm. We don't have to like each other, but we don't have to mistreat anyone. And it's been really, really successful. We have over 330 chapters in schools in 39 states in the U.S. And we have chapters in 18 different countries now. It snowballed from one set of high school kids, 68 high school kids in Oklahoma City.
0: When you first got involved, when you first got involved, Kirk, you didn't see it going to 18 countries. And did you see it going anywhere that far?
1: No, sir. I knew that I was not gonna break that promise. I'll go to my grave trying to keep that promise to Ty. Will I ever stop bullying in this world, Samson? No, I won't. But I'll die trying to keep that promise to my boy because I know the devastation that bullying has caused. I see my wife during the holidays just yearn to celebrate and have a reason to celebrate. If I could put my son back in his mama's arms for one more hug, one more minute. And no, I, I won't ever stop bullying in this world. I, I know that is, it's just the nature of the beast. But I will do everything and anything that I possibly can to keep it from happening to one kid, one more baby.
0: God bless you Kirk. When you can't get that approval as a middle schooler or as a high schooler, you feel like you're already dead in a way. I mean, I remember I felt like I, I was lifeless and I felt like I had no control over it. And I remember when the when the lunch break would come, I'd be like, "Oh shit, you know, the lunch break is here. I don't have a table to sit at." Does this sound familiar? I was like, "I don't have a lunch table to sit at. I'm brand new at this school." And it felt like you know, seconds and minutes felt like hours and days. I just want to personally thank you for the work that you're doing, man, because, um, you know, I'm also, like I said, no stranger.
1: Well, I got to thank you, Samson. I mean, you know, just by what you're doing here right now, allowing me to have a few minutes of your time and and reach some of the people that follow you um, with our message. You know, you you basically are helping me save another life. Samson, you're a hero, whether you believe that or not. If my message gets to one of your followers, one of your viewers, and they have a child that might be being bullied, and they decide to have a conversation with them and say, Hey, have you ever thought about suicide? Do you have a plan? And get the help they need. Then we've saved one baby, and we did that together, Samson. And that's that's worth whatever we do. But
0: amen to that. You know, was there any indication? Were the, were the indications there uh, with your son? So that uh, are there are there things to look out for?
1: Fortunately, there are warning signs, but not always. We did not see any of the the standard signs of an impending suicide um since we lost ty i've learned a lot i've learned what to look for you know really drastic mood swings if you got a kid that's always happy wanting to go to school uh, and all of a sudden not so much i don't want to go to school today mama I, you know i i they feign illness, uh, my tummy hurts, uh, that kind of thing. You know, that's an indication that there's something there. Something's happening. We need to, to delve deeper. We need to look into this. What's going on? Another thing that you can watch for is if they start giving away some of their favorite things, they gifted some of their favorite items to, to people. Um, you know, that's another indication. What's going on? What, what we need to talk here. People have to be able to learn to have that conversation with their kid. You know, we are in a documentary called Bully. It came out in 2011. It was directed by a man named Lee Hurst. And and our family, part of Ty's funeral, is actually in the documentary. Watch the movie with them. It's on Netflix right now, I think, and, and it's just you know, it's it's a great way to open up a conversation, sit down and watch the, the, the documentary with the kid.
0: Do you think that do you think that the kid is embarrassed to talk about it? I think that, is there an embarrassment? Because I feel like for me, it was embarrassing to say how's getting bullied all the time. I don't know. That it's very it's 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 embarrassing.
1: You know, I think Ty was embarrassed that he was being bullied. Um Yeah. You know, his mom worked at the school where he went. So when Ty would tell her that he was being picked on, she'd go in to the office and raise six kinds of hell, you know. Then it would create even bigger problems, I think, for Ty. You know, the bully would get called into the office, he'd get talked to. Now he's coming back with a vengeance because he got in trouble. So he's going to gonna try even more and and do even meaner things in it so it started getting worse and so then ty realized well if i don't tell that i'm being bullied then the office doesn't call the bully in. he doesn't get in trouble and so maybe he'll leave me alone a little bit you know when you were being bullied in school Mm -hmm. did you ever have a plan did you ever think about suicide
0: I never thought about suicide but I was in the deepest darkest pit of despair that you could imagine and I just uh threw the towel in man and I would skip school to to avoid it I would skip school and um I mean I got uh, I, I could fill up pages of bullying I mean if I told you some of these stories it just it would just make you sick. Yeah. You know, you know, it's just disgusting what happened to me. But I would say that your point was probably one of the most brilliant points I've heard, which is, it's just a period of time. You're never going to see these people again. You're going to have a whole different life after this chapter. But when I was in it, it was the whole universe. It was a full universe. So you're right-sizing it. You know, what's crazy is I went to, ended up going to an alternative high school. I think it was bad in regular high school. You, You can't imagine how bad it gets in alternative high school, man. I mean, these are the burnouts. These are like, I got nothing. You know, each day I was getting attacked by a different kid. But having, you know, been on the other side of that, you know what it's done? It's given me a huge heart. I have a huge heart now, so much compassion because I know what suffering feels like, you know, firsthand. And I just want to alleviate that suffering anywhere I can. You know, it's like you said one ripple, you know, you're not we're not going to change everything. But through the work you do and the work that I'm trying to do with this platform, you know, we touch lives. We touch lives. And and at the end of the day, that's all that matters, man.
1: Yeah. You know, Samson, I saw a little deal on Facebook here a while back, a little sign that somebody had written that said, I love you. I know you're thinking, but you don't even know me. But if people can hate for no reason, then I can love for no reason.
0: That is powerful, Kurt. Mm -hmm.
1: I don't know you, Samson. We've communicated, and I don't personally know you. I, I think I've gotten to know a little bit about you now but i love you brother
0: i love you too and if
1: you ever need somebody to talk to i mean if you know thank you i'm here
0: thank you man i appreciate it and
1: i i think if everybody would just do that just be there for each other i mean this world is such a, a tough fight to get through this life is so hard to get to trying to make a living, all trying to be happy, we're all trying to to reach our goals. We want to raise babies, we want them to do good, we want to have grandkids, we you know, we want to leave this world a better place for our children and our grandchildren and their grandchildren. It's such a, a battle on a daily basis in this busy earth that we're on. That why can people not find it in their hearts to ease some burden? You're easing your own too. And if we all just did that, we all just treat each other a little more
0: kindly, you know, think of
1: the change that we could have.
0: And how we got on this trajectory, Kurt, I think that there, we made a mistake. It's like an airplane going like two degrees off or four degrees off and then you know it's like all of a sudden it's you're just off course and you're landing in, in Antarctica or something like that you know what I mean and and we're on this trajectory and I don't think that that's I don't think that's the trajectory that we were supposed to be on I think we got it I think human beings got it wrong somewhere along the lines and now we're like the person with the map that's like too stubborn to ask for directions. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but that's, that, that's how I feel about it. So. It does. <laughs> yeah.
1: It does. You know, we miss, miss our aim by a little bit here mm-hmm. and hundreds and thousands of yards or miles down. We're off by hundreds <laughs> of thousands of miles.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Like I said earlier, you don't have to like everybody, but you don't have to mistreat or hurt anyone. If you don't like me, so be it. You know, some people just can't get along. And I understand that. But yeah. you don't have to mistreat. You can choose not to be around them. You can choose not to have anything to do with those people that you can't get along with. You don't have to abuse them. You don't have to make their life even worse. You know, that. that is a choice that we can make.
0: After the, the passing of of your son, the, the bullies that were there and their parents. I wanna know what was that journey like for you, you know, working with that anger, that pain, you know, that healing with the bullies and their parents?
1: You know, unfortunately, uh, some people don't change. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people don't learn. Ty's bully actually uh, was was proud of himself for what he had done. He, he was proud that he had caused my son to take his own life. He went to school the day after Ty killed himself, and he walked up to Ty's best friend. He said, I took care of one of you. Now let me see what I can do about you. While I'd love to be able to say that I can change the hearts and minds of any bully, if given enough time, I think that there are some people that that just can't be changed. The majority of the time that I talk with bullies themselves, if they've heard my presentation and they've heard what happened to Ty and, and what happened happened because majority of the time, I don't just get messages from those one in four kids that have a plan. I don't just get messages from kids that are being bullied. I get messages from bullies that say I never knew that what I was doing could cause someone to do what Ty did. I never knew that. And Kirk, I'm sorry. I want to stop. I want to change. I want to help you make this stop. I'm going to start sticking up for those kids now.
0: I feel like you know, Ty's presence on this earth, even though short, think about he has affected the lives of so many children, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, Samson, uh, you know, if people that follow our, our social media accounts, there's two things that, that we don't do on our social media. If you follow Stand for the Silent on any of our social media accounts, Accounts. There's there's two things you'll notice that that we are lacking. Um, there's two subjects that we never post about and that we 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 don't discuss. One of them is politics. The other subject we don't discuss is religion. We believe that there is a higher thing up there. I have to believe that because I have to believe that someday. As long as I can be the best person that I can possibly be and try my hardest and and be a good man that someday I'm going to be with my son again. But I'm not going to push that on anyone else on a platform that's meant for everyone to be a part of. I don't care. I love you for you, whether you're Republican, Democrat, independent or just completely don't care about politics. I love you for you whether you're Catholic, Jewish, atheist, Christian, Baptist, I don't care, dude. Mm. I respect you for who you are. And that's all that matters.
0: At the end of the day, it's about our humanity, which we all we all share in our humanity. And I think when we're connected, it makes life a whole lot better, Kurt so thank you you know there's something cool I heard which is you know the letter uh, illness begins with the letter I and wellness begins with we I hear you brother God bless you man thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and share your truth and have the courage to share all your story man it's it's just it's making the world a better place thank you everybody for tuning in and we will have a link to stand for the silent which is Kirk's organization. And let's keep spreading the word and let's keep doing some good stuff. Thank you so much again for tuning in to today's episode. It really means the world to me. If you heard anything relatable that created new awareness for you, please visit our podcast on iTunes and leave a rating or review. This helps build our audience. Please comment, like, and share this episode out with your family, friends, coworkers, or anyone who you feel would benefit from the messages shared in today's episode. I'm really, really grateful for your help in spreading these messages of hope and wisdom. The world is in such great need right now and your support helps carry the message onward to others who need it. Also, please consider becoming a monthly financial contributor to the podcast. You can do so by visiting connectionismagic.com and clicking on the Patreon link. Patreon is a third-party platform which helps support creators in exchange for exclusive content and offers. You'll be able to get discounted merchandise like comfy hoodies, t-shirts, as well as retreat discounts where we'll have special guest speakers and group activities to connect you with like-minded community members. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and until next time, please stay connected.